What's up, everybody? Episode 98 of the Howl Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob Knight, and we've got a great show lined up for you today, folks. On today's episode, we're talking about Loki. Yes, they pushed the release date up for the highly anticipated Marvel show on Disney+, Plus. so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about Stranger Things. They put out the second teaser trailer for the upcoming season, and finally, we're talking sports, and we're talking NBA and the faith of my Los Angeles Lakers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, 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 that time of weekend, everybody. Episode 98 of the High on Infinity Podcast. The podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob Knight. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. And like always, follow us on our social media sites, like us on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod. Or follow me, the host, on my personal accounts, Twitter and Instagram at So Yam Asian. And if you did not get all that, it's hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. All our podcast social media sites and our podcast streaming platforms. And if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platform. So hope everybody's doing good, you know, having a good work week or just a great week in life in general i'm doing pretty good myself we are now just two episodes away from the big 100 very exciting stuff you know so can't wait to get to that episode but we got to get through this week's episode and next week's episode before we celebrate 100 episodes but yeah somewhat of a slow news week this past week you know this episode is gonna be pretty short well it depends you know how short it is after editing this stuff but yeah uh, some stuff got announced this past week, and I'll try my best to dive into that in much detail as I possibly can. But first one up is this past week, Marvel announced that they're moving up the release date for the low-key show on Disney+. Plus. Instead of coming out Friday, June 11th, it's now been pushed up to that Wednesday, June the 9th. So now every episode will come on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. And I tried looking into you know the reason why they moved up, but I couldn't find one. But coming out two days earlier than expected, you know, from a viewer standpoint, I don't got a problem with that. You know, a lot of people are looking forward to this Loki show because Loki is one of the more popular Marvel Universe movie characters. And I'm looking forward to the show, too, as well, you know. But from a podcast and content creator standpoint, I was like, damn, Marvel can give you boy a courtesy car, please. You know, they could be like. Hey, Jacob, you know, I know you cover this kind of stuff on your podcast, but we're thinking about moving up the low key date from Friday to Wednesday. If that cool with you and I would have been like, uh, I don't know, that kind of interferes with how I do things on the podcast. And Marvel would have been like, hey, we understand. We'll keep it to Friday and keep up the good work. You know, a simple phone call would suffice. But in life, things don't go according to plan because the previous two shows, you know, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, those came out on Fridays. And, you know, the podcast comes out on Thursday. So I am ahead of the game. You know, I talk about that stuff and get my first reactions, you know, the following week because only one episode will be out at the time. But in Loki's case, with, you know, it coming out on Wednesdays and Wednesdays the day I record. So I'll be a week late when it comes to stuff like that because I like to have all my notes and stuff done like on that Tuesday at the latest because I don't like rushing stuff last minute on Wednesday so I could put it out so it could be out the next day. So. I thought about how I'm going to do this, and this is the best solution I could come up with. So everybody get your calendars out. So the last Thursday in May, May 27th, will be episode 100. That is where I'm going to talk about the low-key show, you know, give you a little preview, my thoughts on the show, and my season predictions. And then the next week, I'm taking a week off, so no 
podcast episode on June the 3rd. And when I come back on June the 10th, more than likely I won't talk about Loki because the episode will already be recorded, you know, even before I watch the first episode of Loki. So I'll come back the following week on June 17th and I'll talk about, you know, my first reactions of the show, even though there'll be two episodes out already. But that's the best solution I could think of. So stay in tune for all that. Also this week, we got the first trailer for the new Venom movie this past Monday. The title is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. You know, if you're not familiar with Venom or Carnage, they're both characters from the Spider-Man comics. And that's about it, to be honest. Like, I haven't seen the first Venom movie, and I don't plan on seeing it in the immediate future. Nothing, you know, I got no nothing bad to say about it. It's just, you know, I don't plan on seeing it. You know, if I happen to come across it on a streaming service, I'll check it out. So I don't know enough information to talk about it, you know, on the podcast. So I thought I'd just mention that the trailer came out, you know, for those of you who are interested in that kind of stuff. But let's get into something I don't mind talking about. One of my favorite shows dropped a teaser for the new season this past week. Stranger Things 4 is upon us, hopefully, sometime this year. I don't know what's going to come out first, you know, Stranger Things Season 4 or Drake's Certified Loverboy album. But yeah, they dropped a second of four teasers for their new season because we look at the bottom in the description, it says like, this one said like two out of four. So I assume, you know, four teasers for this upcoming season. And the first one came out early 2020 pre-COVID. And in that trailer, they revealed that Hopper was alive, but he was like in some Russian prison camp or something, which a lot of people was happy about. Not him being in the Russian prison camp, but him being alive because a lot of people like Hopper. I do too. He's in my top three characters in Stranger Things behind Dustin and Steve, of course. And speaking of Steve, Steve did a complete 180. He went from the most hated character in season one to the most liked character at the end of season two, which is crazy. That's on par with like Zuko's character development in Avatar The Last Airbender. But this teaser they just put out, they take us back to Hawkins Lab. We see the doctor from season one. I can't can't remember his name, but he walks into a room full of his kids, quote unquote, test subjects. And I assume those test subjects are one through 10 because, you know, 11 is the 11th test subject. And we met the eighth one back in season two. I think Callie or Kali. I don't remember the exact pronunciation of her name. But for some reason, a lot of people <laughs> didn't like her episode in season two. I think it was episode six or seven. One of those. But yeah, granted, it wasn't the best episode of that season. But me personally, I didn't mind it. It was like when they introduced her in the first episode, I think the first scene, I was like, okay, they're probably going to uh, get back to her, you know, at some point on later in the season. But I think just the, the placement of that episode, you know, threw a lot of people off because the the previous episode, that's when all shit hit the fan. That's why the, the Demodogs came out from the upside down, invaded Hawkins' lab, had everybody trapped. Then we go away from that and we're like, hey, let's see what Cowie or Kali and the crew is up to. Like I said, the placement just threw me off, but it didn't hinder my enjoyment of that season. No, I still thought season two of Stranger Things was really good. You know, it took a while for the story, you know, the, the kicking in the high gear, but to me, it's still good. I remember like, I think it was like five or six episodes in, I was like, so what we're doing here? Then it's like, okay, you know, the mind flayer is controlling Will and it's trying to get into, you know, the real world. But Stranger Things season two, I think for most people is quote unquote the worst season if ranking all three. But I compare like Stranger Things seasons to like Kendrick Lamar albums. You know, you rank your Kendrick Lamar albums from, you know, the best to the worst and whatever is in last place doesn't mean it's a bad album, you know, but the quality is just so good 
overall, why Kendrick's worst quote-unquote album is probably better than some artist's best album, but that's just me. But Stranger Things Season 2 is not a bad season, but compared to the other two, you know, you see his differences. But back to the Season 4 teaser, the Doctor walks in the playroom, and we watched a couple, well, I watched a couple trailer breakdowns, and they said that they think, like, the Demigorgon killed all those damn kids. I was like, damn, that's dark. But Stranger Things sometimes does get dark because when you listen to it real close, you hear like like the roaring sound, you know, that monster makes. But the camera turns to Eleven's room where she's locked away and she can like sense what's going on, you know, out in that playroom. And that's basically the teaser. There's no release date yet, but I have read that season four is done filming. So I would say late 2021, it should be coming out. Would it be shocked if it came out in early 2022? But I have no idea what direction season four is going to go in. Like, remember, Hopper is quote-unquote dead, but they don't know he's alive in Russia somewhere. Eleven, Will, and his mom moved somewhere else. So the gang's everywhere except in Hawkins. But I got to see a full trailer to get like a sense of where they're going this season. But you already know, whenever we get that full trailer, I'll come on a podcast and talk about it because you already know, I don't mind talking Stranger Things. So before we talk about the Lakers, let's talk about the Lakers because this past Monday it was announced that Hulu will have a docuseries on the history of the Lakers that will air in 2022. And in that documentary, they'll cover the history of the franchise. So they're going to probably cover the early years when the Lakers moved from Minnesota to L.A. And a lot of people don't know that the Lakers started off in Minnesota. They were the Minnesota Lakers in the 40s and the 50s. Then they moved to L.A. in the 60s. And that's where the name Lakers came from because Minnesota, I think, is known is known for its lakes. You know, lakes, Lakers. And, of course, you know, in the 60s, they're going to cover Jerry West. Then they're going to go into the 70s where Dr. Buss bought the team. And, of course, you know, the 80s, Kareem, Magic, James Worthy and the Showtime Lakers. Also in the 80s, the rivalry with the Boston Celtics. You know, that, that's going to be an interesting batch of episodes right there. Can't wait to watch that. Then, of course, transitioning into the 90s, trading for Shaq and drafting Kobe. Then, of course, you know, the Kobe Shaq three-peat in the early 2000s. Then transitioning to, you know, the Gasol Kobe back-to-back in the late 2000s. And, of course, Kobe's last game all the way up to last year with LeBron and the 2020 title team. Just to name a few things, but the Lakers got enough history to cover an entire docuseries. I think they said it's going to be nine or ten episodes. Yeah, the Lakers got enough history to cover nine or ten episodes, so can't wait for that. But now let's talk about the current iteration of the Lake Show. You know, we're in the last week of the NBA season. Each team has about three games left to be played before playoffs start next week. And then when it comes to the Lakers, usually... I'm optimistic when it comes to my team, but I can't lie. I'm just a wee bit concerned at the moment. Because when I talked about the Lakers, when they got Andre Drummond a couple months ago, like I said, I wasn't doing cartwheels or backflips like everybody else on social media. I said, when they got Drummond, I got to see how he looks with LeBron and AD, you know, whenever they come back. And at that moment, I said, don't worry. Help is on the way. And I didn't realize when I said that, I meant that the Lakers were helping other teams by losing so they can move up in the standings because now we're 11 and 16 since the LeBron injury and I think it happened mid-March. But we have been catching our groove lately. Went three and two during a five-game stretch against playoff teams. Should have been four and one to be honest, but you know, stuff happens. But we got Houston tonight. We should win that game. 
Then we finish off on the road against the Pacers and the Pelicans. I think we're going to go 3-0 and down that stretch, 2-1 and at minimum, then prepare for the playing game because as of now, we're in the seventh spot in the West, and if things stay the same, we have to be in the playing game. Like when it comes to talking basketball, you know, when folks talk about all the other teams, it's all nice and civil. But when it comes to talking about the Los Angeles Lakers, I swear to God, people turn to the damn inside the NBA crew. When you know LeBron and AD should be doing this, you know, you got to start this guy and sit this guy. Y'all need to trade this guy. Even my group chat I'm in, they talk about the Lakers more than I do. And I'm the fan. But hey, we put ourselves in this predicament. Got no one to blame but ourselves. Yes, we dealt with injuries, but at the end of the day, you are what your record is. Don't matter who is on the court. Because it's not going to say, you know, Lakers record, you know, I think we're 37-31, 37-30. But it's not going to say I have like an asterisk next to it saying, you know, LeBron missed X amount of games and AD missed X amount of games as well. And the other week, LeBron had some comments about the playing game, basically saying, he basically, what's the point of having a playing game? I'm like, come on, man, like. Usually when people complain about a playing game, more than likely they may have to be in that playing game. I said it a couple weeks ago. I don't mind a playing game. Would I like the Lakers to be in a playing game? No, but hey, it is what it is. We just got to deal with it. So how do we end up in this situation? So when AD got hurt, we hit a little slump. We slid down to the three seed. Then we found a groove, got back up to the two seed. Then when LeBron got hurt, I knew we were going to fall in the standings. And I said, we shouldn't fall no lower than a six seed because I knew we probably wasn't going to beat, you know, the top tier teams, you know, your Clippers, Bucks, Nets, Nuggets, Sixers. But we stole a couple wins against teams like the Nuggets, Suns, Nets, and the Jazz. But we lost some games we had no damn business of losing. And like, I think a few weeks ago, we blew a 15-point lead against the Mavericks. That was without their second best player, Chris Das Porzingis. Then we messed up and lost three straight games against the Wizards, Kings, and the Raptors. I'll give it to the Wizards, you know, because they got Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. But against the Kings and the Raptors, two of the worst teams in the league? Come on now, like, make it even worse. We have both LeBron and AD with a double-digit lead in the second half against the Kings. I remember both of those nights. I saw the score and I was like, hell yeah, double-digit lead in the fourth quarter? LeBron and AD? Hell, we got this in the bag. I'm about to go to bed. So I went to bed, woke up the next morning. I checked the score. I was like, damn, how we lose? And that is why I don't, you know, check Lakers scores throughout the night. You know, because, you know, I wake up probably. You know, everybody wakes up at least once in the middle of the night and they get something to drink, use the bathroom. That happened to me, I want to say, LeBron's first year with the Lakers. I woke up, got something to drink around like 2, 3 in the morning. It was on a work night, too. And, yeah, I got up. Got something to drink. I was like, you know what? Let me check the Lakers score. We was winning while when I went to sleep, and I checked the score, and we lost by one point. Couldn't go back to bed. So that's why I don't check Lakers scores in the middle of the night. But like I said, we are 11 and 16 since the LeBron injury. And I did my research. Eight of those 16 losses were by 10 points or less. And to me, we could have won those games, you know. So if we won about probably what four of those games, that could make a difference, possibly. But we just got to deal with reality. We're the seventh seed and more than likely have to be in the playing game. And that means, you know, we still got a chance to be in the playoffs. It's better than not being in the playing game because you're already eliminated from playoff contention. You know, just got to win and you're in the playoffs because the last time the NBA champion missed the playoffs the following season was the Bulls in the 98-99 season. 
Granted, they did lose Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Robin, and Phil Jackson during that offseason. But hey, still counts. So the playing game situation. So here's how those games will work. It's the 7 versus 8 seed and it's the 9 versus 10 seed. So the winner of the 7-8 game will be the 7 seed and the loser of the 9-10 game will be going home. Then we'll have the loser of the 7-8 game. They'll play the winner of the 9-10 game and the winner of that game will be the 8 seed in the playoffs. Hopefully you all understand that. Going, you know, by the current standings, if they stand pat, we will see the Lakers versus the Warriors as a playing game. I assume that is something the NBA doesn't mind having at all. You know, LeBron versus Steph for a chance to go to the playoffs after what we had like a four or five year stretch rules. Like, why even play the NBA season? It's going to be, you know, the Warriors versus Cavs in the NBA finals. And I cannot lie to you. Steph Curry is the last person I want to see in a playing game. That man makes 10 threes in his sweep. And here's a crazy stat. Steph is about less than 100 threes away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record for most three-pointers ever made in a career. And whenever he breaks that record, which more than likely happened next season, he'll do it in about 600 fewer games. But back to the playing game. I'm going to be Mr. Optimistic. I'm going to say LeBron and AD are at least 90% healthy. I like our chances to win one game in two tries. But if we make the playoffs either as a 7 seed or the 8 seed, we still got our work cut out for us because historically, lower seeds don't fare well in the playoffs. The lowest seed to ever win the NBA title was the Rockets in 1995. They won it as a six seed. And the lowest seed since then has been the 2004 Pistons and the 2011 Mavericks. Both won a title as a three seed. And staying with the Lakers theme, both of those teams beat the Lakers en route to their championship. So over the past 20 years, 18 of the 20 NBA champions has been a one or a two seed. So history doesn't favor the Lakers if they make it in as a seven or the eight seed. But I do tell you this, if we are healthy and we make the playoffs, I do like our chances because we make it a seven or the eight seed. We playing against the Suns or the Jazz and can't lie. I think we could take them in a seven in a seven game series, you know, but we have to have our full lineup. Also, you know, anything can happen in the playoffs as well. But wrapping things up, next week, we'll dive into all the playoff matchups as much as I can. Because more than likely, by the time I record next week's episode, all the playing games will not have been played yet. And I may, been thinking about it, I may just put out next week's episode a little later, probably that Friday. I don't know yet. just depends. But it's still a little concerning that the Lakers' playoff hopes are still up in the air Technically, you know, if we play in the playing game, I hope there's a like, you know, there's a wake up call for the Lakers, you know, watch the fire underneath them. Like, hey, man, y'all don't resemble the team that won it all last year, but I like looking at the glass half full. So hopefully the Lake Show can turn things around. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes retweets, share, subscribe, any other way you support the podcast. I thank you for that. Like I always say, I will not be here without you, the listeners. Y'all take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.